In Zoyer von Heintige Parsha, the Zoyer of this week's Parsha relates as ein mol that once happened when the Chivraya for Rav Shumim and Yechoi, when the group of students of Rav Shumim and Yechoi were spending time with him and they were discussing esoteric parts of the Torah that one of the students was thinking of worldly matters he wasn't uh, in thinking about the things they were talking about called him by his name the he said, Yoisi, uh, arise and complete your image, because one of the letters of your name is missing. Is, la- is missing. Rashbi Gizen, what this means is Rabbi saw, noticed, as Mitzadem was Rabbi Yoisi at Maharagibam Milda Amada, because Rabbi Yoisi was thinking of other things, is Givaran Achasadan Zendyuk, and it diminished his image, his uh, person. Ein Ois, his uh, his image was missing one letter from Zainaman of his name, Chosarbach, as he said, you are it's missing by you. The Nach, what happened afterwards, Comrade Yaisi, the Khadivamil de Raisis, Rabbi Yaisi rose to the challenge and he was uh, think you know, talking or discussing the words of the Torah, Stakobir of Shimmer, Shimon looked at him. Amalei, and he said to him, Rabbi Yaisi, hashta an shlim, Rabbi Yaisi, now you are complete. The diyuk nach shlim, and your image is complete. When Rabbi Shimon had gezach denach, and then Rabbi Shimon went on to say, a Torah, a, an exposition, he, he exposed on the Torah, from Pasuk Vayas, tzitz, he made the tzitz, which is from our parsha. In plug is the sipatamu of Yaisir. If you think about it, this story seems to be very strange. We can sign. How is it possible as Rabbi Yaisi, that a person like Rabbi Yaisir is given from the Gdaila Tanaim that was one of the greatest of the sages of the Mishnah? Is Gifinenzik And when he found himself in Mesimbis Rajbi, the Chavrayashalai, Amongst Rash, he was in a group which contained Rash Shimon and Yechoi and his students by Velchamad Gered during which they were discussing, as we said, the esoteric parts of Torah. So Bishas Maisa Maharazim Alma, he should be thinking ordinary stuff, non Torah thoughts in that context. The person of his stature, Rav stature. And even if we'll find some explanation, as does was Rabbi Yisrael at Maharigiven, the Milda Alma, that the fact that Rabbi Yisrael was thinking of other things is given in Anayfim versus Oiskahalt Mabitayra, was done in a way that was supported by the Torah. It wasn't, didn't go against any principle of the Torah. Bizas Lidem is Rech to Mafsig Zain the Demherin the Razotayra, and it was. It was such a situation that even to stop listening to the teachings of the Torah, which were being discussed, it was still supported. Even in that context, it was still permitted for him to be thinking those things. Is Shvert, then the question is, goes the other way. 
Durch them, Nechse geworden an Eis von seinem Namen. So then, why was he, why was a, a, a letter taken away from his name? In other words, that signifies some sort of de- a deficiency in Rabbi Yaisi. So if it was permitted, so why is he deficient? Base. So it would seem that we could explain this based on what my father, the Rebbe's father, explains in in his commentary on the Zayar as will be explained um, further in chapter 3 by first explaining something else even the Rebbe was one of the members of Rajbi's inner circle who were a group of scholars that they were in the category of their Torah was their profession, which means they were totally and entire dedicated, entirely dedicated to the study of Torah, to the exclusion of everything else. That was their full-time preoccupation. Is er So he, Rabbi Yossi, was not of that category. At least not all the time. In them, in them, Sug, he was not part of that group which was exclusively involved in the study of Torah. For nor people that were only involved in the study of Torah, such people that never interrupt their learning, to to do, uh, let's say, a profession or do something in order to earn a living, which is what is meant by Milud Alma, ordinary worldly things. The Azved that's held in Gemara, how do we know Rabbi Yaisi was not part of the people that studied exclusively? The, the Gemara tells us, he was a, a tanner, someone that tanned um, skins, tanned leather. So in other words, he had a profession, so he wasn't busy all the time with studying Torah. We also find that Rabbi Yaisi was involved in community needs and providing the community needs. For instance, like some of the Gemara relates a number of, of um, inst- he instituted a number of different uh, practices for the people of Tzipayri, in the, in the city of Tzipayri. One of them is that, we, um, for those who observe at Alavaya, that after the, the burial, the people stand in two rows and the, the mourners walk between them and they comfort them, they express uh, comfort to the mourners. So this was something that Rabbi Yaisi brought back. It had been a practice way back when, but then for some reason it was uh, not being done and he brought it back. That's an example of what he did. So based on this, one might say, as the that these worldly things that the Zayr describes that he was uh, thinking about, he was thinking about community matters. And that's why he interrupted his listening to the words of Torah, thinking about these important community communal communal needs. Because somebody who is providing communal needs overrides the study of the Torah. So that's why he was permitted to do it. And this would also explain 
Fabos es ist von deswegen nächste geworden durch Demonis von seinem Namen. Why, if it was permitted, why was he, as we talked about, why did it, why did he miss a letter of his name? Because the reason that somebody who's involved in communal needs overrides the study of Torah is for the benefit of the people, of the community. They benefit from his taking care of communal needs. But in them, but the person that is busy with that those communal needs and is therefore not able to study Torah, can say that this causes a descent in his level, in his stature. True, they benefit from it, the community benefits from it, and that's why he's meant to do it, but of course it causes some sort of a, it, it lowers him because he's not studying Torah. Um, in fact, our sages say, that they they express the sentiment that uh, when you put communal needs on someone and this will take care of the problem what is this talking about when Moshe Rabbeinu uh, conferred upon the 70 elders of his spirit so they began to prophesy but all uh, most of them uh, 68 of them prophesied momentarily and then they stopped but there were two of them elder the maid that continued to prophesy so Yeshua said to them give them community work and that will take away their prophecy in other words we see that community work even though it's very important and very it overrides the study of Torah but still it diminishes the person they would lose their prophecy as we also find by Mordechai of the Megillah, Figuretta Mobaruch, as was discussed uh, elsewhere, as er is Giblibma Mishnah Lamelech, that he remained after the whole story of Purim, he remained the second, uh, the vice viceroy to the king, Achashverish. Because his stopping, uh, obviously, if he was a viceroy, he couldn't be as dedicated to the study of Torah as if he wasn't. But he felt that it was worthy that he should do that, and there, although it was impinging on his study of Torah, is given It was for the benefit of the Jewish people that he should be the viceroy to the king, and that overrides his personal study of Torah, being of benefit to the Jewish nation. From Dezeng, but still, for him it caused a lowering of a status. He wasn't involved fully in the study of Torah. Which caused, as the Gemara says, that he went down in his stature amongst the, amongst the sages. They no longer considered him on the same level as he was before when he was exclusively involved in the study of Torah. Because he was lacking that which study of Torah gives to a, a sage, to any Jew, but to a sage certainly that when he's involved fully in the study of Torah, it raises him up. And when he becomes the viceroy, he no longer has that, and therefore, even though it was the right thing to do, because ultimately the Jewish people benefited more from that, but for him personally it was, it diminished him. 
So therefore the same with Rabbi Yossi. Even though he was permitted and he was uh, obligated in fact to think of the communal needs even in the middle of that study session, but still it caused him to be diminished. This explanation also comes from the explana- of the interpretations of the Rebbe's father. In Zayna Oros Ivan Zayir, as we said before in his commentary on the Zayir, Ivdem Sipur on this story. As Dosos Rabbiyesiot Maharagiven Bemilud Alma, that the, what does it mean that Rabbiyesi, the fact that Rabbiyesi was thinking other things, Meit Nishahiru from Dvarim Betelim Chazashom, it doesn't mean that he was thinking some empty thoughts, God forbid. No, this is their inyufun amal sicha, but rather this is what is called the effort of speech. Which is a very great thing. What does that mean? This has also been discussed in another sicha, in Embir Maimachazal, an explanation of the comment of our sages. They say, A person, the Pasuk says, a person is, is born, created to work hard, to strive. I don't know if this means to strive in the study of Torah or does it mean to strive in speech and speaking but the Gemara comes to the conclusion that he was created for the purpose of study Torah so to strive in the in study of Torah and not just merely in the ability to speak but from the very question from the very discussion as from them, Gufavas and Teres Emes is the fact that the Gemara could ask the question, have the 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 thought that perhaps, as I mentioned, that a person was created for the purpose of striving in speaking. We'll explain what speaking is in a minute. Is moving. It's understood that if the Gemara is thinking, it's possible that a person was created for the purpose of excelling in speaking. So that means that the the striving in speaking, the effort in speaking, is also a very important thing. And even more, even according to the to the conclusion of the Gemara, that in the end the Gemara concludes that no, he was created for the purpose of studying Torah, and that's where his striving should be expressed. Is doesn't exclude that one should not strive to, to uh, excel in speaking. It only means that the Gemara concludes that can't be the entire purpose of a person's creation. It has to be, you know, studying Torah has to be over and above the effort that's invested into speaking, whatever speaking means. But it doesn't mean to exclude that one should not be involved in striving in the area of Sicha. Some explain that sicha means davening. Some explain that sicha means just the fact that a human is defined in Torah as a medaber, the the species that is able to speak. In other words, that is the outstanding quality of a human being that he can speak. Speak is, of course, in a sign of an intelli- of intelligence. So, therefore, that in itself is important enough that one should strive and excel in that, and so on. In intelligence and speaking, meaning the the, the 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 pair of them, the two together, that that in itself is already a great quality. That's how humans are outstanding in creation.
So therefore, it doesn't exclude the fact that the conclusion is that it, it means Torah. It doesn't exclude that it also means Sicha. To the contrary, in order to be able to reach the ultimate, the absolute perfection of the humankind, which is through the study of Torah, it starts with the effort in Sicha, whether it's davening or the other, or, or just uh, intelligence, it starts there, and then will grow into Torah. Tutman of the Sikhalamaila, especially that through speaking down here, one causes Hashem to speak. Because we know that we are what we do here has its impact on what happens in the heavens above. So our speaking causes speaking Lamaila as brought out in a Maimer. As the Abishtah what does Hashem speak? What is his speech involved in? We know what he said. He said the ten statements that caused the creation, that brought about creation. So when we are involved and excel in Sicha, we cause Hashem to speak, which means that the words of creation should continue and should reinforce the creation. The Alter Rebbe is Mavar and Tanya. The Alter Rebbe explains in Tanya as the Asara Amaris and Ishtendik Malubish and Oilam that the ten statements of creation are always there. It's not as if he said it and then it just remains. He has to keep those words constantly invested into the world. In order to cause the world to exist and to bring energy and life to the world, and to keep it in existence. And this is what is meant by Miladalma, things of the world. The It means the ten statements, which are that when Rabbi Yaisi speaks Miladalma, he causes Hashem to respond with his Miladalma, which means the words which keep the world in existence. That's actually a play on words, Miladalma, the, the words which keep the world in existence. They're also called Miladayaita, things of the common things. They don't rise to the level of Torah, but they are important things in that sphere that things to keep the world in existence is pretty good. In Aveda, Isis Hastis, what does all this mean in Aveda, which means in how it pertains to us as people and what we are meant to do with all this? Mahar Alma, what does it mean to think matters of the world um, or Amal Sicha or as the Rabbi's father interprets it as Amal Sicha is the Aveda from Birurim that pertains to the work of elevating the world purifying and elevating the world things which concern the world that to purify to elevate and to uh, purify the worldly matters by doing everything that when a Yid does everything for the sake of Hashem and everything that you do should be focused on Hashem which means to uh, elevate and purify even your own personal choices it's not just to do a mitzvah or not to do an Aveira even the things which are, you're permitted to do like just having a meal eating something, which is a personal choice as long as you do it in the, in the way the Torah commands, only kosher with a bracha and so on but then it becomes a personal choice 
even that has to be done with the focus on that it is for the sake of Hashem and the service of Hashem and that's why it's called Milad Alma it's just ordinary things it's not a mitzvah that you're doing and this the kind of work this kind of effort the uh, preoccupation with refining and elevating the world that causes uh, the ex- that causes the world to find its purpose and because it calls out a response from Hashem that he also pays attention to the world he also invests in the world by keeping the words the original words of the Asaramamaras continuously invested so by doing this we are elevating and in fact keeping the world in existence that's why it's called Milad Alma it's the Avedis Habirurim but even though as important as that is is das nicht to the that cannot be compared to the on, in, in level and spiritual uh, power to the study and effort that one is, does in studying Torah especially if we're talking as they were in the time of uh, at, that, at that event with Rajbi they were talking the esoteric area of Torah why is it not can it not be compared because even though through the Amal Sicha Vert Uvgeton the Kiyama Elam this brings about the exist, continued existence of the world by calling out the ten statements from Hashem as a response to our Amal Sicha it's even more important than that in other words Amal Sicha because the whole purpose of the Neshama coming down into this world is Nishlasak and Atzma is not for its own growth and its own betterment and improvement of itself nor the Sakana of Shabbat the real purpose of the Neshama coming down is to elevate the body in which it resides and the animal soul which is so much a part of life the Chalkeba'ilam and its part of the world every person that's here has their own little part of the world that they have to elevate and that's the real purpose of the, kri- the neshama coming down. And it's all through that avaida, which is avaida sabirurim, the work of elevating and refining. That is, in fact, for the most part, the whole purpose of creation in general is accomplished through avaida sabirurim. Because what is the purpose of Hashem's creation of the world in the Sabbath? Because Hashem wanted a place in the lower worlds where He could be comfortable. How is that accomplished? By refining and elevating the world so then Hashem can reside in the world. So the real purpose of creation is Avayda Sabirurim. Fundesvegn, even so, is Amal Teirah and Amal Sicha. The effort in Torah is greater than the effort in Sicha. While es is mamshir der Eirah lekiv, as is hechaf in Eirah, because Amal Torah brings forth a godly infusion of energy which comes from beyond the world. The Avaita Sabarunim is functioning, is the way Hashem functions within the world. Torah comes from beyond the world. So that brings an infusion of that kind of air. When the fathers given that's why there was a diminishment of one of the letters of Rabbi of Rabbi Yosi's name. Then when he was 
dealing with mere stuff of the world, refining the world. Because this was in the end a lowering of his stature when he was involved in the, the worldly works rather than the elevated Torah works. Valid. But if we delve a little deeper, is das nicht kambir maspik? It doesn't. It ends up not being enough of an explanation of them. Was eis chaser, eis chad chaser bach. That there was one letter, as Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai said, and there was one letter missing in you. Why? The anhagavet tanoim amiroim is given behesem shelish nishmasam. The conduct of tanoim amiroim sages and tzaddikim on that level. Everything that they did was in accordance with where their neshama was, what their neshama was. They lived expressing their neshama. Al dervi in unze like in our case, ados was Rabbi dafka maharigbem vilde alma. Why was it Rabbi specifically that was thinking of worldly matters? Israel was because the tatas mevayr, as the Rebbe's father explains, Rabbi is bechinus hamalchus. Rabbi Yossi's neshama was from the level of Malchus. Vazi is the mocker of Eilam is which Malchus of Atzilus is the source, that's from their springs, Biri, Yetzirah, and Asiyah, which means the worlds of creation. Which are created through the ten statements as they come through Malchus of Atzilus. And that's why, since Rabbi Yossi's neshama was in the wor- from the world of Malchus, which whose function it is to bring forth the creation of the worlds of the lower worlds, therefore Rabbi Yossi, being from that from that world, from that uh, world here in the context of that kind of mission, that's why he was preoccupied by that mission. Which is to keep the worlds going through his Amal Sicha. All this is to say that the Tanoim and Rabroim, people like Rabbi Yossi, they lived for the mission of their Neshama. And since the Shlichas of Rabbi Yossi in this world is his pre- uh, work and preoccupation with Amal Sicha, is Emes Takaz and Amal Teres Amal Sicha. So even though it's true, that in Amal Torah, the study of Torah, there is a greater level, personal level that can be reached than the work of Sicha. Val Torah is Hechafavel because, as we said before, Torah comes from beyond the world. But on the other hand, how could one say that because Rabbi Yesu was thinking of the worldly matters, so, which means that's the way he, he has to express his Neshama mission? How could that diminish him? His name. Because the name of a person reflects what his neshama is. So if his, if his neshama is meant to be expressing Milad Alma, how could that diminish his name? His name is the expression of his neshama. His neshama is the expression of Milad Alma. Since that's the Avaida, which is the, nishama, the mission of his Neshama, of a Melitz and therefore it's perfectly um, aligned with his, what his name is. So, how could his name be diminished? Because he wasn't doing the work that, because he was doing the work that his name expresses. 
even though he wasn't doing a higher level, but that's not his level, that's not his purpose in life. Similar to the well-known adage that Reb Zusha Anapola said, He's not worried, he said, about them demanding from him when he comes on high, when he dies. They'll say, why weren't you like Moshe Rabbeinu or some other tzaddik? He's not worried about that. Nor What what he's worried about is why they will demand from you, why weren't you what Zusha is meant to be? So in other words, he doesn't have to worry about being something that he's not. He only has to worry about being what he is meant to be. So why are we, what's the problem with Rabbi Yaisi doing what he's meant to do? And in addition to this, now that we find out that because he was he doesn't have the quality that can be found in another Avaida, which is not his, the Avaida of learning Torah in a in that way at that moment. But he wasn't meant to do that, but he lacks that quality, and because of this they take away a letter from his name. Is this could cause him to feel depressed over this, this could cause him to feel fallen. On the idea that the Shterenses and the Kaimzayin, the Avedavos is M Sugatel Givaran, and this would interfere with him being able to do successfully the Aveda was that was given to him. His mission will not be able to be done properly because he's thinking, by not doing that higher mission, which is not my mission, I'm missing a letter from my word, so therefore he can't do his work properly. The Simchavatavavavavavit, he can't do it with joy and gladness of heart. Because he's always thinking, I'm missing something else, and this is having an effect on me. Which is something that the Alter Rebbe in the first period of Tanya decries that kind of feeling. It can't be that a, a Yid is meant to have that kind of a feeling. Certainly not. You have to be able to approach your Aveda with full, with joy, with simcha. We also have to understand why was it that Rabbi Yaisi himself didn't sense that lack which he was experiencing that they had taken away a letter from his name? It was only when Rabbi told it to him, and the same happened also in the other way, when he was re complete. When he was complete once again, by returning to the learning, he became once again complete, as Rajbi told him that he became complete again. And it was only Rajbi that was able to sense when he lost his status, when he was recompleted, he himself couldn't sense it. Why is that? Hey, the Biradam, the explanation. As he and his senes. That is the point. That is exactly the point. Meaning to say, the second question answers the first question, or the first question answers the second question. Rabbi Yaisi mitzad atzmai. Rabbi Yaisi on his own, he himself does haste. Loit vizayin avaydad avzayin mitzad zayin sheresh aneshama. The way his avaydad is meant to be carried out because of where his neshama comes from. His thinking of 
communal matters was not a problem. It was what he was meant to do. To the contrary, his Aveda was perfect, and therefore his name and everything about him was perfect. He was doing perfectly what he was meant to do. In M, the the fact that he was missing, lacking something, is given That was not in the context of his own standalone personality of who he is meant to be, but rather as he fits into the context of the group of of students. These were the prime students of Rajbi as he fit into that context. Rajbi al Rabshimim Yechai, as we said before, that whose complete preoccupation was only the study of Torah. And therefore, when he is in the context of being in the company of Rajbi, being taught a lesson by Rajbi, he too needs to get into that mode. And that's why it was only Rajbi, the head of that group, the leader of that group. Only he was able to see the problem. Only he was able to see when the problem was resolved. So in other words, Rabbi Yaisi himself, he was, his situation was perfect. But since he was now in the company of Rajbi and following the lead of Rajbi, he should have met, he should have gone up to the level of Rajbi, and that's why he himself wouldn't sense it, because he's looking at himself in his own context but Rajbi who looks at the context of the group and how he's meant to fit into that group, he sees the problem and he sees when it becomes resolved Vav, to further elucidate this we'll understand this by what, according to what the Alter brings in the laws of the study of Torah as kol nefesh that every single person, every single person's neshama, needs to be complete. Lasig the pardis kefi Every neshama has to study in every area of Torah as much as it is able to accomplish. To understand, and the neshama cannot reach its. The, its um, goal of what, what it came down into this world without reaching this knowledge of Torah the best knowledge of Torah that it can manage and somebody that is lazy and doesn't strive to know more and more whatever he can uh, accomplish but he suffices with learning some I learned some Tzaruch Lobe Begilgul has to come back into this life in a reincarnation until he completes his knowledge of Torah whatever his person, his neshama is able to manage of its knowledge in Torah every neshama has to reach its absolute potential in the knowledge of Torah if it doesn't in one lifetime it has to come back in another lifetime to gain more knowledge until he accumulates all the knowledge that he's able to in the knowledge of Torah. So that's what the Alter Rebbe says. V is their Indian, so now we have to analyze. What about the case 
the person that is learning less is it's not because he's lazy to learn more nor is a but because the Taira declares that he does not have to be studying Taira now, like in the case where he's busy involved, let's say, in communal affairs. Zokta Altarev, as Altarev says about this in Taira Eir, he says it not in the Hilchos Tamatera, but in Taira Eir, in Chsidis, as in them fall, that there are two ways in, this, in which this can play out. One way is, does Gufa is a Haira, the fact that he is not obligated to study Torah on, you know, more than the, than the basic minimum at least, that in itself is the proof that his neshama is not capable of more. Since he was put into a mission in life in which he is not meant to study Torah more, that means that he's, his Torah is incapable. That's not what's expected of him. Therefore, it doesn't require more knowledge of Taita in order to complete itself. And therefore, it can reach its perfection even with a small amount of study of Taita, smaller amount of study of Taita. In fact, there are people that can fulfill that requirement with learning some in the morning and some at night some in the day and some at night that's one way another way is since he does his best in studying he studies as much as he's able to when he's not busy with communal affairs then Hashem completes the rest of the knowledge that he needs to acquire and accumulate. Hashem completes his knowledge, that which he needs to complete, but he wasn't able to do it through his study of Torah, so Hashem somehow makes it available to him. And the Rebbe explains how this can happen. And one could say, perhaps, as Bechlolo Zayin Ditzvei, if I'm totally in the Sibaf Avos, as is E Efshel Lasi Vatayra. The these two approaches depend on what is the reason that he is unable to study Torah. There are a number of reasons why a person is not able to study Torah. How it will be resolved is dependent on what's the reason that he can't study Torah. If he's busy and the Torah instructs that this is what you have to do, it's perfectly permitted according to Torah. But what is he busy with? With earning a living or similar things in Pratim Shaloi, things which pertain to him personally, which is perfectly okay. The Torah says that one has to have a job and earn a uh, living to support his family. And you can't be learning Torah while you're doing the job, so it's permitted to not study Torah during that time. But it still centers around your personal life. So that is the first way that it plays out. That means that this person is not of the masters of Torah, 
nor tzumaru uvdin tovim, but he belongs to the group of Jews which is the masters of good deeds. See, is nisht ifazoyful shaykh tzadazahir, it means that that neshama is not capable of a higher, that high level of learning Torah. When the far is for em genug, the limited Torah for perik echad shachris, or perik echad and therefore it suffices for this person to be able to study a little bit in the morning, a little bit at night, and that is the required amount of Torah that he has to study, and that that completes the amount that he needs to study, no more, he does, his neshama doesn't need more than that. Of course, this is, goes without saying that it's not because of laziness, he learns as much as he can in the time that he has. If, however, the reason that he's not able to study Torah is because he's busy according to the way the Torah teaches what he should do with things which pertain to other people. He's helping other people with that time. It's not about his needs. It's about other people's needs. Like, for instance, Stoker. He is a person that raises funds or does things for Stoker and so on. But especially, even if it's just for individuals, especially if he does it for, he does work which benefits the entire community. And therefore, those activities override his need to study Torah because they are for the, per, for the good of the community. And then it's not, to, that doesn't mean that he is not able to study more, his neshama is not capable of more, what that means is, he just doesn't have the time. So Hashem completes his study of Torah by, by giving him a gift of Torah. So therefore Hashem completes that which he lacks because he wasn't able to study Torah, that which he needs to have, Hashem will provide it for him will complete it. And one way that this could happen, which includes also the, the way that Hashem can accomplish this is, as a bench to he blesses him with great success in Limitat Torah, in the study of Torah, in the time that he does have to study Torah, he does it very successfully. Un as in Azmamuot, that in a short time, relatively, he is able to accomplish in his accumulation of the knowledge of Torah in a very short time, that which normally would take a much longer time. Like let's say if somebody is blessed with a good memory, so you, you learn something one time, you remember it. Some people have to repeat it again and again. It takes much more time. So Hashem blesses this person that in a short time is able to accumulate much more knowledge than regular people would take much longer. It's similar to what is written in, your, in the Talmud Yerushalmi. In regards to the early Hasidim, which the Mishnah says, They used to daven. The davening itself took an hour. The preparation for davening took an hour. And the wind down from davening took an hour. And this is for Shachris, Mincha, and Mayrib. So the, during the day, they spent nine hours a day davening. So when did they learn? asks the Gemara. When did they study Torah? And the Gemara answers, Because they were so pious and committed, 
there was a blessing that was invested into their Torah that they were able to learn much more in a much shorter time so they were able to accomplish the same amount as regular people that spent a long time studying Torah but they didn't daven so they, were, they didn't daven with this kind of dedication so it wasn't a blessed in the same way which made, brought about that they should be able to understand immediately and they didn't have to think about it again and again also that's another way of success is not just memory but when you understand immediately what's being said and not that you have to think about it again and again it has to be explained repeatedly that's another way of success and also in Vyashtetev Tzedakah and also it says in regards to Tzedakah that when somebody gives Tzedakah that when a person gives Tzedakah his mind and his heart become clarified purified, clarified a thousand fold which means that something that would an ordinary person would take him a thousand times longer to reach the same kind of understanding as somebody to give tzedakah who can accomplish it a thousand times shorter. So of course he's going to be if he wants to give it a lot of tzedakah he has to make money. Making money takes time. But the learning is accomplished in a much shorter time and you can reach the same uh, levels in a much shorter time. So he makes a distinction between what kind of, what kind of permission do you have not to study Torah continuously is it because of you're busy earning a living for your family which means your personal matters so then it means that you're not meant to accumulate vast amounts of Torah knowledge and it's enough whatever the Torah recommends you to do if it's because you're involved in communal affairs something outwardly uh, projected so then it means that Hashem will bless your learning to be able to reach higher levels than you ordinarily would have been able to reach. Zion. Al Pizek Hamanech Mevaris and the Sipar and Al Mazayr, based on this, we can also explain the story in Zayr. Tosos Rajbi had the Zen as by Rabbi Yesi felt an ice from Zainam, and this, Rabbi Yesi's realization that Rabbi Yesi was missing a letter from his name, so to speak, of a frad vidatatis mevayr, especially in accordance with the way the Rebbe's father explains it, adoses der ois yud, that this was particularly the letter yud from the name Yoisi, vasis keneged the yud from Shem which represents the yud of the name of Hashem, vas is meir in Atzilus, yud is the name, the letter of Shem which illuminates the world of Atzilus. And in the in the personal life of a person, this means his effort in Torah. The Yud represents the effort in Torah associated with the Yud and with Atzilus. Especially the esoteric area of Torah, which is on a higher level than the work of speech, as we said before, the which the uh, the the efforts in speech, which means the creation of the world, which is more associated with Briya Yitzirasi and not Atzilus. So Yud represents the world of Atzilus. which was the main focus of Rashbi's life. complete dedication to Torah, Un Mori and also as a master of the esoteric 
the secrets of the Torah, which was Rajbi, is given the fact that he noticed that Rabbi Yossi was missing a letter here from his name, which letter, the one associated with Atzilus, the one associated with the study of Torah, the dedication to the study of Torah. So that was to him proof and a lesson that it was it was instructive to him that what as it's fodetzich that for now right now in that context when Rabbi Yosef was sitting in front of him it required as Rabbi Yosef is already beginning from Zainavayda B'milu Alma that Rabbi Yosef has to make a transition right now he needs to transition from being involved in communal work work of elevating the world now he has to be fully involved in the study of Torah in a way that the rest of the group of Rajbi students were f- fully focused on the study of Torah which is the total dedication to Torah even though normally Rabbi Yaisi's Aveda was associated with Miladama with, with elevating the world but for now he saw that there was something missing in his name. What? Atzilus is missing. So he knew this means that Rabbi Yaisi needs to now transition into the study of Torah at this time. Perhaps we can say even more. Since that was a time that was an opportune time in the, in the matters of Torah. This was an opportunity that he had as I limit the Torah in them, Zman Vedzain Kamapam Kacha, that his, his studying, Rabbi Yosef's studying at that time would have been much more accomplished, much more, would have been more fruitious than ordinary study of Torah by Rabbi Yosef. Ved Nishlom Veren Alzvaser had Gedaf Bakumen Dor Chlimedar Sagas This was the moment that he could have accomplished everything that he was missing from his regular study of Torah because he was busy with communal affairs this was his opportunity to catch all that up in that side and and now he was spending it thinking about communal affairs this is not the time now catch up this is a time to to do what we talked about before that Hashem blesses your learning to do accomplish so much more now is the time so therefore he alerted him to this as, as in fact happened as Rabbi Yaisi took the lesson from Rajbi and because Rajbi told him that he needs to sit and learn now so he, he did in fact commit himself to the study of Torah at that time and that's why he reached his perfection in the study of Torah after he started uh, paying attention and that your image your, the structure of your image is now complete what he meant by that was that which you have to reach through study of Torah which every neshama needs to reach the perfection of that it is able to accomplish you've reached it right now the Yeshla Farish that we could that, that we could say that what he meant that you are perfect now you're complete he didn't mean you're complete for these five minutes he meant absolutely complete you've reached the full potential of the Neshama in fact what this means also that which you may have missed throughout in the past and throughout life 
you you have you had the opportunity now to catch up and to complete it, and that's what you accomplished.